There is a quietness, the gospel song calls it blessed quietness. In the midst of the din and the foreboding and uncertain clamor of this life, there is a place, a secret place, on the inside of all the children of faith that Jesus Christ calls the kingdom of God. Luke seventeen twenty and 21. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Prophesying of salvation, Isaiah 12, 1 through 3 reads, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. Have you yet to become born again? Isn't it time to be set free from your darkness and your fears? Isn't it time to be delivered from the stranglehold of your sins and the uncertainty of tomorrow? It's your time to be redeemed. It's your time to see the light, to find the blessed quietness. Do it right now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1, verse 31, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Man said, The earth and its universe are billions of years old, and it exploded into existence out of nothing, the ultimate free lunch. And no real scientist believes in the biblical account of six-day creation just over 6,000 years ago. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 683, that will once again prove the amazing inerrancy of God's Word. All of these features are archived on God Said, Man Said in text and streaming audio to support the faith of the faithful and as munitions in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Be sure to take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 170 hours of God said, man said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming today. We are honored by your presence. May God's face shine upon you in all that you do with light and truth. To the blood-bought, doubt is deadly. The bedrock foundation of childlike faith is the absolute confidence that God's Word is true and righteous altogether. Consider these beautiful passages. Hebrews 11.1 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, 
and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Matthew 19:26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Mark 11:22 through 23. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. How does faith grow? Romans 10:17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Satan, using his stealth weapon of gradualism, keeps chipping away at the Bible, and even at the concept of a creator, and with the willingly ignorant, he's having great success. One of his strong men is the doctrine of evolution. The theory has the weight and capital of carnal academics and the vast majority of the world governments, as well as popular culture promoting it. Jesus says in Luke sixteen fifteen, and he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. Several features ago, God Said, Man Said published excerpts from the book in six days with the subhead, Why Fifty Scientists Choose to Believe in Creation, which was edited by Dr. J.F. Ashton. In the preface of the book we read, At a university lecture several years ago, I heard a research scientist state that he did not believe that any scientist with a Ph.D. would advocate a literal interpretation of the six days of creation. His comment was quite similar to statements made over the years by world-renowned scientists like Stephen Jay Gould and Ernst Mayer, both of Harvard. In reply to the lecturer's doubt about credentialed scientists agreeing with the Genesis account of origins, The meeting chairman offered the names of two well-known scientists who he said espoused belief in the biblical account. This incident stimulated me to research this book. However, my experience in organizing this book is that there are a growing number of highly educated, critically thinking scientists who have serious doubts about evidence for Darwinian evolution and who have chosen to believe in the biblical version of creation. In this book, Fifty scientists explain their reasons for this choice. All the contributors have earned doctorate from a state-recognized university in Australia, the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, South Africa, or Germany. They include university professors and researchers, geologists, zoologists, biologists, botanists, physicists, chemists, mathematicians, medical researchers, and engineers. The articles in this book are not exhaustive. Space and publishing deadline did not permit me to include contributions from many other scientists. The 50 scientists who contributed to this effort gave their personal response to the question, Why do you believe in a literal six-day biblical creation as the origin of life on earth? No other requirements were specified. End of quote. A short essay from the book in six days by S.A. Muma follows. Dr. Muma is a professor of architectural engineering at the Pennsylvania State University. He holds a B.S. in mechanical engineering from the University of Cincinnati and an M.S. and a Ph.D. in mechanical engineering from the University of Illinois. Dr. Muma, 
who is also director of the Building Thermal Mechanical Systems Laboratory at Pennsylvania State University, specializes in the optimization of building mechanical components, the applications of solar and alternate energy, and new mechanical technologies research. The doctor writes, How have I, a mechanical engineer, with nearly 30 years of industrial and university teaching and research experience, come to the conclusion that the world and all that is seen was created in six literal 24-hour days. My academic areas of research are related to building energy utilization and indoor air quality control. The research, which is not devoted to the study of origins, is founded on the fundamental observable and reliable principles of thermal sciences. Therefore, what follows will not link my research activities to my conclusions concerning origins. I bring a research engineer's mind to bear on the things I read and observe around me. Engineers quite often need confidence in the literal accuracy of the Genesis account while people educated in many other disciplines are quite satisfied to take it as allegory. I consider the six literal 24-hour days creation model to be foundation to my worldview. However, I have not always held this position. In 1978, as a tenured full professor, I embarked upon a journey through the Bible devoting 15 to 20 minutes per day to study prior to breakfast. The journey was undertaken so that I, an educated person, would not be ignorant of the contents of the best-selling book of all time. My study was implemented by a host of additional resources, the most significant of which was Henry Morris's book, Many Infallible Proofs. I found this book, written by a fellow university engineering professor, to be reliable, scholarly, and well-supported with references. Prior to the year-long journey through the Bible, neither origins nor the Creator seemed at all relevant to me. Afterwards, I came to understand a great deal about myself and the human condition. I learned that not a single archaeological find contradicted any of the historical content of the Bible, but rather authenticated it. While it was not a book of science, the Bible spoke accurately concerning many scientific phenomena or processes in the areas of hydrology, geology, astronomy, meteorology, biology, and physics. However, I still had my doubts about the reliability of the book of Genesis. Therefore, it was necessary for me to explore in detail the two views of origins, evolution and biblical creation, including a global flood. Since there were no human eyewitnesses to record the beginning, a legal historical proof was impossible. Furthermore, current scientific laboratory procedures could not be used to authenticate the beginning of either model. So I was left with only one alternative, undertake a study to determine how well the artifacts that can be observed today fit each model. Some of the convincing evidence that I found demonstrating that the evolution model fails and the Young Earth Creation Global Flood model fits includes Comets disintegrate too quickly Not enough mud on the seafloor Not enough sodium in the sea Earth's magnetic field is decaying too fast Many strata are too tightly bent Injected sandstone shortens geologic ages Fossil radioactivity shortens geological ages to a few years Helium in the wrong places not enough Stone Age skeletons. The Big Bang fails to provide an explanation of where all the information around us and in us comes from. The time it would take the moon to recede from the earth to its present position 
and the lack of a significant layer of dust and meteorite debris on the moon after so-called 4 billion 600 million years. My conclusion is that the Bible is true and reliable, including its description of origins in the book of Genesis. The reliability of the sixth literal 24-hour day creation model is important to me, because no man whose mind works similar to mine would accept any of the Bible if the very first part were wrong. Without the Bible, I believe one cannot find true and reliable answers to life's most critical questions, end of quote. It's important to note that a virtual multitude of credentialed scientists believe in the Genesis account of a young earth. Of course, God's young earth is anathema to the fathers of evolution, and the idea of a 624-hour creation period is decried as absolute bombast. The following are short bios and excerpts concerning six-day creation from scientists featured in the book titled In Six Days. Dr. Sarfati is a research scientist for Answers in Genesis in Australia. He holds a B.S. in chemistry and a Ph.D. in physical chemistry from Victoria University of Wellington, New Zealand. Dr. Sarfati is a former New Zealand chess champion and represented New Zealand at the World Junior Championships and in three chess Olympiads. Dr. Sarfati I believe in a recent creation in six consecutive normal days because the only eyewitness tells us this is what he did, and he has shown that he should be trusted. He also makes it clear that no death occurred before Adam's. While this requires faith, it is a faith amply supported by science, as I can confirm from my own specialist field. End of quote. Dr. Javor is professor of biochemistry, School of Medicine, Loma Linda University in Loma Linda, California. He holds a B.S. in chemistry from Brown University, a Ph.D. in biochemistry from Columbia University, New York, and completed postdoctoral studies at Rockefeller University. Dr. Javor has published over 40 technical papers and abstracts in the area of biochemistry and a similar number of articles on science Bible topics. Dr. Javor. If we don't understand how a world like ours could be created in six days, we need to ask how a world like ours could be created at all. We will have to admit that we just do not know. The difference between a late 20th century believer in the Creator God and one living in 1500 B.C. at the time of Moses boils down to the fact that we now have a better perspective on the greatness of the Lord. For the believer, who is also a scientist, the words of the Bible, for in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is, still makes wonderful sense. End of quote. Dr. Marcus is research officer at the Cooperative Research Center for Tropical Plant Pathology, University of Queensland, Australia. He holds a B.A. in chemistry from Dort College an M.S. in Biological Chemistry, and a Ph.D. in Biological Chemistry from the University of Michigan. Dr. Marcus's current research deals with novel antifungal proteins, their corresponding genes, and their application in genetic engineering of crop plants for disease resistance. Dr. Marcus. My belief in a literal six-day creation of the universe is based primarily on the teaching of the Bible and my understanding that this is God's Word and is true. This faith, however, does not close my eyes to scientific evidence. Rather, it opens my eyes so that I can make sense out of all the data. 
Two things that confirm my belief in creation are the clear evidence of design in nature and the vanishingly small probability of life coming about by chance. End of quote. Dr. DeYoung is chairman of physical science at Grace College, Indiana. He holds a B.S. in physics from Michigan Technological University and an M.S. in physics from Michigan Technological University and a Ph.D. in physics from Iowa State University. He has published technical papers in the Journal of Chemical Physics and the Creation Research Society quarterly. Dr. DeYoung is the author of eight books on Bible science topics. Dr. DeYoung. Energy conservation implies that the universe did not start up by itself. Energy decay further implies that this universe cannot last forever. Secular science has no satisfactory explanation for such laws of nature. These principles simply transcend natural science. Their origin is supernatural, which by definition does not require a long time to develop. The addition of long ages of time is an unnecessary and confusing application. Instead, these laws are entirely consistent with the biblical six-day creation. End of quotes. Psalm 68.11 The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Yes, the word of God is true and righteous altogether. Embrace it. God said, Genesis 1.31, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Man said, the earth and its universe are billions of years old, and it exploded into existence out of nothing, the ultimate free lunch. And no real scientist believes in the Bible's account of a six-day creation just over 6,000 years ago. Now you have the record.